such a, a, a power here this week. Just to, to give you a recap, uh, the first night we were here, we talked about the living water. And then the last night, we had an opportunity to share about precious faith and, and uh, precious promises. And, and tonight, we're going to kind of get to meat of what these three nights have been about. And it's the power of God and the Spirit of God. I, 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 I've kind of alluded to it the last few nights as I always begin the service talking about Matthew uh, chapter 3, verse 11. And I'm just going to read it to you again. I want us to memorize this one because I, I believe it's important. Praise the Lord. And uh, we got happy to not lost my place. Here we go. It says in, in, in chapter 3, uh, verse 11, Matthew, uh, John said, I indeed baptize you with water into repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I. Somebody say, mightier than I. Amen. Whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And for you folks that's got the old King James, that's the Holy Ghost and fire. Praise the Lord in tonight. I pray the fire of God move in such a way that you not only will know you've been into the house of God, but you'll know you've been in the presence of God. We're going to be reading tonight from, you probably already guessed it, the book of Acts. We're going to start with the first chapter. And we're going to finish in the second chapter. First chapter of the Acts of the Apostles says, The former account I made, O Theophilus, Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach, until the day in which He was taken up, after He, through the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles whom He had chosen, to whom He also presented Himself alive after His suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, He commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which, He said, you have heard from Me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked Him, saying, Lord, will You at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? And He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in His own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to Me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Now when He had spoken these things, while they watched, He was taken up, and a cloud received Him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as He went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing into the heavens? The same Jesus who has taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw Him go into heaven. And then they returned to Jerusalem, from the mount called Olivet, which near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Peter, James, John, and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus and Simon the zealot, and Judas the son of James. And these all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, 
and with His brothers. Heavenly Father, we give You the praise and the glory for Your Word. And we thank You, Father, that You honor us with Your presence and with Your majesty. And this night, God, we declare that You are God and there's none beside You. And we believe the same Holy Ghost in the book of Acts shall be here this night and move amongst us. As it will, we welcome You, Holy Ghost, into this place. And God, we ask You to take this Word and let it be charged by Your power and by Your authority and go where it will. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Now going to chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. And one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when the sound occurred, the multitudes came together and were confused because everyone heard them speak in his own language. And then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? Praise the Lamb of God tonight. I, I tell you, sometimes the most misunderstood thing about God is His Spirit, His presence, the Holy Ghost. Amen. Jesus Christ did His ministry always pointing toward that comforter that would come. Always saying that this will come after me. I'm going to send one after me. And Jesus Christ in the book of Acts chapter 1, as He finishes what He has to say in this earth, reminds us, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. He had already told him he's going to have to go to Jerusalem. We know now it was 40 days later when the next event that we talk about in chapter 2 happened. But it said they were in one mind and one accord. People, the body of Christ, if we could all just get on the same page and and, and get before God in, in one mind and one accord, you're talking about a move of God that would shake the world. We would see things happen not only in your local church, but we'd see things happen in our workplace and everywhere we travel. The Spirit of the Lord would move upon us in such a way we might be like old Philip and find ourselves carried away. And end up in another place talking to one person that needs to know the answers. Come on, come on. It says... It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in His own authority. I feel like tonight sometimes we're so tied up trying to do the math and figure out, okay, when's the Lord coming back? I know it's soon. I I see the signs. I see all the things that are pointing toward that. We're, We're concerning ourselves with things that have nothing to do with doing the work of God now. Amen. Doing what God requires of us now. There's work required of His people. When Jesus Christ left His disciples and He carried up into the heavens, those angels, or those, it says here, two beings, I believe there was angels of God, they said to those people, look at what are you doing? Look it up. (laughs) 
I'm telling you right now, it's all right to look up. We do need sometimes to look up. But it asks, it says, you look steadfastly toward the heaven as he went up. Behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing into heaven? And listen, this same Jesus who was taking from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw Him go. I'm telling you tonight that sometimes we're so busy scratching our heads trying to figure out when is our Lord coming. All we got to know is He's coming. All we got to know is that it's a promise in this holy word that He's coming back again. So as we stand and we look up, I say God wants us to look aside us, but seek and say that which is lost us Praise the Lord. I imagine it took them a little while to come down off of that Mount Olivet, start walking toward Jerusalem, waiting for the Spirit of God to come. They went up into the upper room. Praise God. That has a lot of meaning. <clears throat> In olden times and false religions, they would go to high places. They'd build high places. They would, you see them in, in all of these documentaries, these, these pyramid-shaped temples. They'd always have the priest at the top and that his authority and all the things he did for the false god happened up high. So you had to go up to him and you had to look up to him. But I'm telling you, when they was in this upper room, they weren't waiting uh, to go up to anything. They was waiting for something to come down. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> they was waiting for something. To come down. We talked about the first night when it was raining so bad that He rains. Praise the Lord. And we was praying that God let Your Spirit come down just like that rain is coming down. And we talked about how that if God's not welcome in a place, if His Spirit's not welcome in a place, that rain will just flow on down to the next place. God will not go where He's not welcome tonight. I say we need to lift our hands to heaven and say, God, You're welcome here. God, You're welcome in this place. Lord, we welcome you, Holy Ghost. We welcome you, power of God. We are nothing without you, Father. This is your place. We worship you and we adore you. I said it before. We applaud our heroes. Stand up and give God a round of applause. Praise his holy name tonight. Let us give him a standing ovation. For he is our God. And there is no other beside him. The world can worship their players and their heroes. But we have the one true and living God. The God who created the heavens and the earth. And who breathed life into man. Let us celebrate him tonight. Let us rejoice in Him tonight. Let us know that He is God and there is no other. We do not have to wait till we get to heaven to celebrate our Lord. We don't have to wait till we're physically in His presence to know His presence. That's why Jesus promised the Holy Ghost. The Lord said, I got to go. But I'm not going to leave you comfortless. That's right. I've got one that's coming after me. That's right. You know, John said he's got one coming after him. And now he's talking about Jesus. John said, I'm going to baptize you with water. And Jesus is going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And as Jesus got ready to leave, he reminded us, i got something coming for you people. i got something on the way. 
You just get ready. You just go and wait for it. Just wait for it. Praise the Lord. We don't have to wait no more. As we seek the face of God, the Holy Ghost is already here. All we have to do is welcome Him and embrace Him into our hearts and our homes. It says, and when He entered... They went in the upper room where they were staying. Peter, James, John, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, the son of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, with his brothers. I thought that was so beautiful that Mary was in that room. Mary, the mother of Jesus. You know, other religions will exonerate her as a God. She's not a God. She's a woman. She was a woman chosen by God to give birth to the Son of God. So she was a follower of Christ just just as the disciples were. Even though she raised Him. Even though she weaned Him from her breast. Mary's just a woman God used. And God's still looking for women He can use for the glory of God. He's looking for women that can celebrate Him and go forth into the world and and let the world know. What did we talk about the first night? That little woman at the well, she she met Him with her bucket and she thought, well, you don't have a bucket. How can you get water? And the Lord reminded her He was the living water. If you know what water I'm talking about, you're going to ask me for it. And tonight I'm telling you, we got to come to the Lord just like we are. Let's put down our physical buckets and give Him our hearts and give Him our souls. Let's be a vessel of honor before God. But you find out what happened next. She goes into town. She says, young, I have met somebody. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I want you to be that excited about who you know. I want you to get so excited about knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord and say, let me tell you about who I met. Let me tell you about who I had got introduced to. I didn't even know his name. and He come talking to me and and, and give me an opportunity to have living water. Praise God. Amen. I want you to be that person. I want you to come and know God wants to use you. God wants me and you to be carrying the message. Instead of carrying the, the pot of real water, you know, that H2O, we're carrying the pot of that living water and we're sharing it with the world. But as believers, if we allow the enemy to box us up, we can't be used by God because we're so entangled with our depression or our worry or our concerns. We allow the enemy to, to almost, I say almost extinguish the light and the fire. But that's what I love about this. It doesn't just say Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit. It says in fire. You know what happens to fire? Praise the Lord, if it's got the right source, it continues to grow. It builds, it it becomes a blazing fire, not just a flickering light. Praise the Lord, I believe God wants to awaken His people and no longer just be a bunch of flickering lights, but I want Him to see a blazing fire in this earth. I want that Holy Ghost to move in our lives in such a way that everywhere we go, the devils have to step aside. We can know we can still lay hands on the sick and they recover. We know we can still seek after God and He's heard our voice. He's not afar off. 
But as they were waiting, I guess the next question I have for all of us, what are we waiting for? Amen. Praise God. I don't know that everybody in that room knew exactly what they were waiting for. But they were waiting. Tonight, sometimes we don't know what we're waiting for. We know God is real. We've heard it preached. We saw the move of God in the past. We wonder what we're waiting for. I believe God sent me this week to remind every single one of us I'm still here. I haven't went on a journey. I'm not far away. I haven't resigned. I said it. He hasn't retired from being God. God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. People, we ain't waiting for anything anymore. We need to walk in this newness of life. We need to know now we're being charged with something. We've got a mission in this world more than just being attendees to the congregation of God. We are here as ambassadors of Jesus Christ. We are here as His messengers in a world that needs to hear the message. You say, Brother Stewart, they done heard it. Say it again. Praise the Lord. Say it again. Amen. If they don't get it first time, say it again. God wants the world to have an opportunity to know Him. And how best to do it than to use His people to give them their invitation to let them know Him. The day of Pentecost had fully come. They were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came the sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Praise the Lord. A whole house. (laughs) It didn't matter what this one over here was thinking or that one over there was thinking. When the Spirit of God decides to be in a place and move in place, if they're not wanting to be there, they'll leave because God's going to fill the whole place. He's not going to leave a house. That's right. Amen. He has decided that He has left the comforter for us, that convicting power of the Holy Ghost, that Amen. one who comes into man and draws him to God. Amen. Thank you, God. It's already here. So we're not waiting anymore for the sound of the rushing mighty wind. Even though that's a wonderful, wonderful word. And boy, it wouldn't hurt my feelings a bit. Amen. Amen. If we got a wind blowing through this place. I I actually uh, heard a story about uh, the revivals of olden times. And it was a Holy Ghost move of God. in, In a place I think it's called Azusa Street. And they called the fire station. Because <laughs> the fire of God was over the building in such a way. The real fire of God. The same fire we're talking about here. The Holy Ghost in fire. It was over the building and the firefighters didn't know what to do. The building wasn't on fire, but there was a fire there. God wants His people to have a fire. Praise the Lord. It's it's ours. We talked about it. God moved a a month or so ago and gave me that message. Fresh fire. God wants to reignite His people 
for a work in this hour so that this world can have another opportunity to know who He is and what He's capable of. Praise God, they allegated and dedicated the, the things of the past as tradition and history. But I'm telling you what God did yesterday, God can do today. What the Lord has done in His Scripture, God can still move in such a way. And revival does start inside of you. There's no preacher can bring it to you. You have to get it. You have to grab it. You have to hold on to it. As you seek God in prayer, and as you read this holy book, you begin to be ignited. And, and that faint flame gets to be lit so that it will go bigger and bigger and bigger. Praise the Lord. Amen. When I was a welder and I had a cutting torch, you had two tanks. You had one that acetylene, that was the thing that caught on fire. And you had one that was oxygen, and that's what fed the fire. I'm telling you tonight, praise the Lord. If we need a little bit more settling, God send us settling so we'll be on fire. God, if we need a little bit more oxygen, give us a little bit more oxygen. Because Lord, we don't want to burn halfway. God, let us be on fire. A shining light in a dark hour so the world will know you are Lord and you are our God. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Tonight, let's not be afraid to yield to the Spirit of God when it moves and let it move through us. Praise the Lord. Sometimes we hold back because we're scared what somebody's going to say. But we got to get to the point where we say, Lord, you just move. You just do what you want to do. I'm here. I'm yours, Lord. What does that song say? I'm yours, Lord. Everything I've got, everything I am, and everything I'm not. I'm yours, Lord. Try me now and see. See that I can be completely yours. Praise the Lord. You wives out there, if your husband was only your part-time husband, you'd have got rid of him a long time ago. Praise the Lord, you husband. That same thing. If that wife of yours wasn't faithful and didn't want to be your wife every day, then you might have gotten rid of her a while back ago. Amen. God's tired of people that wants to be part-time believers. Amen. It breaks His heart. It breaks His heart that people only want to worship Him on one day of the week. And some people have a hard time doing that. They come on holiday. Tonight, I believe God's calling His people to come back. Come back to me. Oh, you sheep that's going astray. Come back to me. Let me know you again. Let me know you again. Come back to me, my people. And they that were dwelling in Jerusalem, Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And in it. When this sound occurred, the multitudes came together and were confused because everyone heard them speak in his own language. Amen. Praise the Lord. Ain't that hard for God? You, you know how in the olden times, back in the early 1900s, when somebody would be filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak in tongues, if it sounded like Chinese, they'd buy a boat and go to China. Amen. If it sounded like Spanish, they'd go down to... Uh, Central America or over to Spain, they they they, they would go and, and as they prayed in tongues, the Lord would give them a language. And this happened just a hundred years ago. These people would go to whatever language that seemed to be, Amen. and they'd stand on the corner and they'd keep 
praying in tongues, and, yeah. and eventually somebody had come along and they knew they was in the right place. Come on. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Just that sounds silly. No, God can do what He wants to do, however He wants to do it. He doesn't have to play by our book. You know, God doesn't have to do things the way we expect to. Tonight, I'm praying God moves in your house just like He did in that upper room. I'm praying God moves in your family the way He did in that upper room with that rushing mighty wind. And I pray that the fire trucks will be running all over Dothan and you fall and everywhere you're from. As the Spirit of God, the fire of the Holy Ghost comes down wherever you're praying. Because I believe this, if they get tired of doing what it might be, they may get it and find out what it is. Praise the Lord. We are His ambassadors, people. But the Holy Ghost is the one that gives us our paperwork to go forward and do what He would have us to do. Until we're filled with the Holy Ghost in the presence of God, it's tough. It's tough because we're, we're fighting a battle, but we don't have all of our gear. We don't have all of our weaponry. We're going out into a world that has all these arrayed weapons against us. We need to be filled with the presence and the power of God. And if you've already received it, I praise God for it. But let's continue to promote that in our churches and in our homes and our families. Let's people know. Let's seek after the power of God in our lives. Let's not be satisfied with anything less than what the Lord God wants us to have. I pray that we'll all witness those miracles in time past again. I, I pray that as we preach and teach, God just does stuff that surprises us. It shouldn't, but it will. As we go to different revivals, we may find a tent somewhere and somebody's doing these things, but I believe God just wants to do it everywhere. There's no geography with God. There's no building that has to be built for God. It doesn't matter what the tent's made of. God wants to just be who He is if the people will just welcome Him and let Him. As I was reading, I saw even Christ in His own hometown. Everybody didn't get healed. Because they remembered Him as a little boy. That's just Jesus. This ain't just Jesus. This is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. We can, we can uh, fall into the trap that the enemy's laid for us to think he was less than God. We, we can pretend that maybe God is a God of history, but not the God. He's not the same today. But I'm telling you people, we're missing it if we don't grab a hold of this whole Bible and understand it's still the same truth. That it was when my grandma used to stand before this altar. And she one time would wave a lantern and tell people that that's what that a railroad man used to do before they got the arms that come down. He'd jump off the train and he'd have his lantern and he'd wave it in the night so no one would run into that train. And that's what she would do. And I'm telling you tonight, we need to wave a light too. We need to wave the light of the fire of God in our lives. So in such a way that as we go about our daily business, you don't have to be a preacher to win someone to Christ. Come on. 
You can just be you. We're his witnesses. Amen. What does a witness do at the courthouse? He just says what he saw. Raise, you know, raise your hand. Promise to tell the truth, the whole truth. So help me God. Praise the Lord. That's all I'm asking you to do. As followers of Jesus Christ, let's get the business of doing this thing God requires of us. And that's to be the messengers of God in this world. If you can't do anything else, I love a song that you sing, Sister Cricket, talking about testify. People, if we'll just do that. Yes. Amen. It's one thing to testify in the house of God We're among brothers and sisters in Christ. That's great. But I'm going to tell you where the power of your testimony is out there. Amen. It's out there. God wants to send us again. I can see back in the day in my mind's eye, Jesus Christ telling them, okay, it's going to start here. And from here, I want you to go there. And then from there, I want you to go to the uttermost parts of the earth. And I can see him charging those people in that room to do this. And basically, that's what he's saying tonight. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to start right here. And then I want you to go out a little bit further. Just like somebody learning how to swim. Now, some people just get thrown in over the head. You know that, but... If God wants to do that, he'll, he'll make a way. But even if you just wade out a little bit deeper, <laughs> step into the water of his love. I don't know the whole song. This sounded good when it came to Step out a little bit deeper. Praise Lord. Let's don't be satisfied in the way anymore. Praise God. I remember over there. On Oak Street, I think it was Wiregrass. I didn't know how to swim. I was about Brendan's age. And I'd go over there. Now they had a little big kiddie pool. And it was probably about a foot deep, maybe a foot and a half deep. But I wanted to be like my friends, so I go into the big pool. But I'm holding on to the edge <laughs> all the way around because I know when I can't touch bottom. I might drown because I don't know how to swim. But I still got the deep end. I'm just holding on to the side. God said, okay, folks, it's time to let go. <laughs> You've been holding on to what you thought was me, and now let's just let go. And trust me, I'm going to show you things. I, I, I want to, to, to reveal myself to you. God, God is, it's not that He wants to prove anything. He doesn't have to prove anything. Amen. But as he wants to show his family, he's still here. His power is still here. And it can deliver. It can set free. It can save. And yes, it can fill with the power of the Holy Ghost and fire. Praise the Lord. Please stand. Heavenly Father, we thank You for being who You are, our Father. We thank You for offering us these precious promises. God, and we thank You for this precious faith. We thank You, Lord, that You are the living water. And God, I pray that there be such a waterfall upon these Your people. God, that they couldn't help but just soak it in. 
your presence and your power and your authority. I pray your anointing be upon the lives of these that have made a decision. I want to be in a place of worship. I want to be amongst God's people. I want to fellowship with other believers. Those that have made that decision, not just in this building, but all over the world, those that call upon your name and bend their knee to you. God, I'm praying for the fresh fire to be engulfing, God, and to move across this earth in such a way that the enemy has to know, God, you're not done yet. And we just pray, Lord God, that you do what you do by your power and your authority. And that same beautiful, wonderful Holy Ghost that came in that upper room that day, Father God, I ask, Lord, and I welcome it, God, to come and move amongst your people. God, move amongst the body of Christ. Lord, among your preachers, your teachers, of your singers, Lord, let the anointing just be all over everything. And let your handprints be upon this work and the work of your family all over this world. God, we thank you in advance. For that fresh fire. And we worship you tonight. For what you're doing. In the hearts of these your people. Today. Tomorrow. And forever. Thank you Father God. In Jesus name. Amen. Anybody need prayer?